This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP. Joining me today is Dana Tenney. He is a transfer admissions counselor from the Transfer and Adult Student Center here at the University of Akron. Welcome. Thank you. Just so happens that next weekend is National Transfer Student Week. We have some things going on here at the university to mark that week and to recognize the students and, and the efforts that are made, really, um, in, in terms of, of transfer students and the stuff that kind of goes into that uh, sort of behind the scenes, really. Um, I want to ask you, though, Dana, you know, when we talk about, you know, first of all, the transfer part of it before the adult part of it, um, you know, a lot of people make their decisions about college when they're, what, like 17, and they think they found a right fit. They think it's going to be a good thing, right. and then sometimes it's not. Uh, maybe it's too far away from home, or maybe it's too close to home, or all kinds of things. Institutions too large, too small. So students do end up making different decisions after they've already started. Is that the story of a lot of transfer students? Yeah, that's definitely a lot of it. Um, there's definitely a lot of uh, challenges, and you know, when you're, like you said, 17, 18 years old, you know, you get away from home for the first time. You have that freedom. Uh, so a lot of students definitely run into their various challenges at larger schools, at smaller schools. You know, they struggle with their studies. It's, it's not quite as regimented as uh, high school in a lot of cases was. So um, students definitely have a lot of challenges. It's de- it could definitely be a culture shock mm-hmm. just in general. Um, and then, yeah, there's various reasons, whether it's school's too big or want to get back closer to home. Um, you know, college can be expensive. I was as just well. going to say, money is yeah. yeah. We are very affordable here. Yes, in terms of public institutions, it's it's us and maybe a couple others when mm-hmm. it comes to Ohio um, that are even in the same conversation. But yeah, a lot of students, you know, they they don't understand what they're getting into until they're there. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is that that can be shocking. It can be concerning, and you know they then are now faced with a decision to to move to something that generally can can fit them better you know they, they now understand that they can actually fit better in a place that they're aware of versus like what their their dream school was essentially yeah. you know it, it doesn't Which might have been based on what their friends were doing or they thought their friends were doing Certainly. and stuff like that that or it just sounds cool Sounds you know, great. some other place sounds cooler <laughs> than this other place that was maybe closer to home. So yeah. I'm 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 at some other institution, whether I'm in Ohio, out of Ohio, whatever, mm. and I wake up and say, you know what, I need to do something different. And University of Akron is what's on the radar. Mm. They decide they want to maybe pursue something here. They should probably contact your office, is what they would do, right? Absolutely. So definitely, the moment you have any interest, or at the very least, any questions or you know general inquiry, um, visit our website. But contact our office and, and talk to us. We're here to help the prospective students because the reality is, is is once you become a student, you know, the University of Akron has its own support system. But when it comes to transfer students, you definitely want to talk to us, talk to us about your credits, which mm-hmm. is probably the number one thing that comes up sure. for students in and out of state. Um, of course, the discussion of tuition and scholarships, uh, we work well with financial aid, so it's kind of a joint partnership there. But just the general perspective on what the University of Akron would look like for them as an experience versus, you know, where they're coming from. Of mm-hmm. course, we're not, we're not there to talk down about any other schools or anything, but 
um, if we're familiar with that institution, you know, we go, well, this institution is 60,000 students and we're right around the 20,000, 15,000 student area, you know, on-campus living's a little different. Um, and then being in the city of Akron where, yeah, it is a city, but it's not, you know, say Columbus or Cleveland mm-hmm. or Cincinnati, you know, a bigger city. Um, but at the same time, I have a number of students come from, um, smaller towns, uh, you know, two, 3,000 people live there, yeah. but there's a... This is a big city, it, if that's it, where you're coming from. Exactly. So um, there's definitely there's definitely marked differences on each student. They're all in unique situations, family situation. They like the big city. They don't like the big mm-hmm. city. This is big for them. This is small for them. Whatever the case may be, um, we're kind of there to assist them through the process, you know, work with them the entire way. Any questions that come up along the process, um, we're there. And then Obviously, bringing transparency, the most important thing is bringing transparency to what um, their credits are going to look like, where those are going to land, and how their curriculum moving forward is, because nobody wants to take two years of classes and find out that probably a semester's and a half worth yeah. isn't going to show up. But right. we're, we're there to bring that transparency, and we also have a review process as well, especially for out-of-state students, because there are a lot of times where we see um, students come from institutions that we just haven't reviewed that class before. Mm-hmm. But generally, it's nice to sit them down and be like, hey, do not panic. We're actually in a good spot because you were, you know, on top of things. You reached out to us. And, you know, for instance, we're getting ready for spring, which doesn't start till January. January is the or start of the spring semester. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but now is the time to be thinking about now. That for sure. Absolutely. The time to be thinking about that. And that student that came to me in late September, early October now knows that we have a bunch of classes that need to be reviewed, but as long as they're on top of it, which they already are at that mm-hmm. point, we're going to be able to do that no problem. In well months ahead of yeah. when school starts, they're going to know. It sounds like there's maybe not a strict deadline, but the sooner the better. I mean, if you wait too long, it just there may not be enough time, depending on how much review has to be done. And I'm sure some of them are very simple. If somebody's coming from you know, our friends directly to the east, I mean, you probably are very familiar with that scenario. Right. So it's probably really a, a pretty easy review for a lot of the students coming from some of those institutions that you're familiar with. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to, you know, like you said, our arrivals to the east and, and really... I any, said our friends, you said rivals. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, same, same. Uh, no, but but in the end, you know... It, in other institutions that we're very familiar with, you know, KSU, mm-hmm. CSU, OSU. Um, and then even some of the smaller, like, private institutions around the area, Walsh, Malone. Um, mm-hmm. We tend to be pretty familiar with them. We get at quite a few students in terms of, um, you know, just students who are looking for a change, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, whether that be a program change or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think the process, if I remember correctly... And I, I didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. I went to Akron, you know, from day one, and this is where I graduated. But um, I, re- I know of friends who, or, or other just other students mm-hmm. who, you know, were in that transfer process way back then. We're talking 30-plus years ago. And it, it was difficult, and there's so many things that they just didn't transfer. I mean, you just had to take the class over again. But we've had a, we've had a lot of agreements put in place. I know among public institutions in Ohio – and a lot of other agreements as well where there's almost like a kind of a standard list. If you took this class here, it automatically transfers. So it's going to be accepted. And I think it seems like it is an easier process. It's not watered down to nothing. 
I mean, if it's not a comparable class, it's not a comparable class. Right. But it seems like we, you know, we have made it where we've, we've removed some barriers that needed to be, be needed to be re removed. Yeah, when it comes to, you know, OT36 is kind of the big agreement that Ohio pretty much has with every, um, like, community college and public institution. Uh, essentially, it's a 36, like, 36 credits, so a number of classes, whether we're talking like English Comp 1, English Comp 2, mm -hmm. sociology, a certain math class. Um, those are so easy to transfer in and out. It's Everybody agrees on it, at least publicly, publicly and community college-wise. Everybody agrees that those classes are equivalent and everything else. You know, I'm sure when you get to upper-level engineering, that's when things get more complicated. But sure. we also have a review process for that. But compared to what it was, it's it's nothing of the same at all. Mm -hmm. uh, are there still challenges? Absolutely. And, you know, after every, every student cycle that comes through every semester, we ask, you know, we, we reach out with surveys and different things. We want to see the good, the bad, the ugly, like yeah. all, you know, well, that help that helps make your office better, more efficient and able to serve the next group of students. So exactly. And that's what we're trying to do, you know, just improve every single day and make this process as easy as possible for a lot of students. Because, you know, the reality is, is that kind of what we were talking about earlier, college is expensive. And, you know, a lot of students are kind of 50-50 on how they want to transition in. Do they want to go into trades? Do they want to, you know, spend a little time at community colleges and everything? And, you know, everywhere wants more enrollment. That's the reality of mm -hmm. it. So we're working really hard to quote unquote, like open a new market. But the reality is, is just being more transfer friendly, we're immediately more enticing to that many more students. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's an area that it's really important that not just the admissions office like ourselves and as well as the first year team, but in general, I mean, the faculty and um, different, you know, staff members and everything here, they essentially are starting to get behind it and they're starting to understand like, hey, this is, this is a community that deserves, you know, the same level of respect and education that, you know, a student coming here from, you know, an APS school deserves. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, it's definitely been a transition, um, gradually getting better as a, pretty much as an office, um, but also as just an institution in general to, to make things easier, um, you know, develop our articulation agreements, and then really just make the process a lot simpler for mm -hmm. a lot of students who are already going through a lot. It's already a scary challenge, um, but we make it as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really our goal from, you know, point A to point B from the time that they're just a little inquiry on one of our softwares to sitting down and talking to that student, going through a credit evaluation. And then sure enough, you know, talking to that student somehow just bumping into them on campus like oh hey like great to see you mm -hmm. like you made it through the process and yeah. it, sure enough that ends up being the case and we we do have some uh like end of the end of the semester stuff to yeah. kind of celebrate that with a number of those transfer students you know i was i guess i was thinking a lot about people who maybe um, attend a different institution for one semester or one year but you just mentioned a minute ago um you made reference to maybe an upper level engineering course uh, which is, I think, a reminder that this is not necessarily just somebody who completed their freshman year somewhere else. This could be somebody who, for any number of reasons, um, after two years, three years, whatever, needs to make a change. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. That's, that's a great way of putting it, certainly. Um, 
you know, for whatever reason that might be, whether, you know, family issues come up yeah. and students just want to move closer to home. And, you know, the reality is they're sitting on 90 credits, mm-hmm. which is, you know, in most cases, you're only 30 away from yeah. graduating. But like you said, you don't want to give that up, you know. Exactly. And you're um, not necessarily giving it up. I mean. No, not at know. all. I, I actually remember a student one time, an athlete, who um, was, was, was in a situation that probably a lot of people would have been very envious of. Um, but he had family obligations. And he needed to come home. He needed to take care of his family. So he, you know, had to give up what he was doing somewhere else. And he was able to do it here. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, end of the day, it worked out great. Um, but it was, a, it was a big change and an unexpected change. And it had nothing to do with being uncomfortable with his institution or anything like that. It was just he had something else he had to take care of. And it had to be taken care of now. So he needed to be back close to home. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, yeah, any number of scenarios for sure. You know, we mentioned the, the, the title of the office is actually the Transfer and Adult Student Center. Some people, you know, might be saying, well, wait a minute, they're 18, right? They're already adults, <laughs> but you have a slightly different definition. Yeah, so pretty much the way we look at it is if you've been removed from high school for two years and you haven't taken any college classes at that point, because even if, you know, you're in your mid-50s and you've taken a few college classes, technically you'd be considered transfer, but... Adult-wise, essentially, is just two years after high school is kind of the way we set it. Mm-hmm. And then the reality is, is you know, the er, you know the earliest students we talk to, yeah, they're fresh in their 20s, and they're not that different than the freshmen that we sometimes get. But at the same time, you know, I've worked with individuals who are retired in their early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, the definition is kind of broad, uh, but the reality is we're, we're essentially talking about students with – no to very essentially no experience with um really just the the university slash college system mm-hmm. so and that presents its own challenges it's not uncommon either is it i mean for for people we you know the the term gap years become pretty familiar a lot of people do yeah. take a year you know maybe right out of high school and mm-hmm. just to kind of figure out what they really want to do um and that's not so much what you're talking about it doesn't sound like it's maybe if you take two or three or four gap years or maybe you were here for a year or two and I don't know, your life changed and you needed mm-hmm. to, to do something else. And now all of a sudden you're 35 and you want to finish that degree or, right. or really just get started on that degree. Mm-hmm. And that's another case where they need, they need to contact you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've had students who were, you know, working through what their like family business for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I'm just ready for a different change. And, you know, they're in their mid early 20s. But yeah, I've, you know, people have been in the workforce for a decade plus and they're working hard, but things that, you know, things may be changing where they're working or they have a family on the way or they've just always been inspired by this or that program, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um, Any individual who is looking to um, essentially work towards a degree, an associate's degree, a certificate of any kind, absolutely reach out to our office because working with those adult students can be really rewarding as well. Um, I, just the other day we had uh, somebody meeting with uh, Kim, one of the one of the admissions counselors in our office, and uh, brought their child in with them. And, you know, you see somebody, like, actively taking care of their family while trying to complete this. And it's just – it's always, like, really impressive and inspiring to see, like, an individual – who's got so much on their plate already and mm-hmm. they're that dedicated and that um, interested that they're willing to take on essentially 
getting a degree after well, being out of I'll it. I'll bet that it's become, I'm not going to say it's easy, okay, but I'll bet it's become easier, at least enough to where people might want to have the discussion with the emergence of online education. I mean, there was a time when you are in that workforce and you have a family and, and the whole idea of how are you going to come to campus and take classes with all of that going on. Uh, we're now, and it's and just a reminder, it's not a COVID thing here. We've been doing online stuff for a couple of decades or more at this university. Um, but obviously in the last few years, we've really enhanced it and kind of perfected it. Um, so that makes it a lot easier for some of these people who do need to make that change you were just describing. Yeah, absolutely. So, And, and we're not guaranteeing that all your classes are online. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but there are a lot of options for sure. Yeah, definitely. In terms of just the... Um, it, it, there, there are a lot of degrees where a lot of the general education stuff and a lot of the prerequisite stuff, as you're going through the process, your, your early classes on, um, there's so many options for mm -hmm. online and hybrid and different things like that. Um, that being said, uh, I believe there are seven separate programs that are fully online. Um, each one's a little different. Some are, you know, asynchronous, meaning that just get your, just get your work essentially done by the yeah, end of the week. Do it when you want. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, and then on the other side, there are uh, like, you know, afternoon or like late night, you know, essentially for people who work a full time yeah. job, um, lectures, you know, the professors work with them through that process and, you know, throughout what, whichever semester it might be at that point. Um, but there are a number of fully online uh, programs here at the University of Akron, and that gives a lot of flexibility to especially the individuals who are full time job, kids, whatever it may be. Um, essentially giving that position to, or given that, really given that opportunity to not just the people who can commute here in the University of Akron to night classes, but mm -hmm. really anyone um, all over the United States mm -hmm. being able to essentially earn that degree fully online at a fully accredited institution, um, and it essentially creating the freedom that, uh, I mean, but really just the freedom that online yeah. degrees give well, you. Well, I imagine we've had a number of people um, that, you know, started here at Akron at whatever age they started and at some point maybe had to move away for, for a family obligation or they, or they found a job that made a lot of sense for them. So they, you know, they moved to Wisconsin or someplace. And now they, even if it has been a few years, you know, with the online component, there's a really decent chance they can finish a degree at this university, yeah. not transfer away from us to Wisconsin, stay in Wisconsin, still go to Akron. It all, it works. Yeah, no, it, exactly that, you know, forced to move away or, you know, take an opportunity elsewhere. And then kind of wrapping back to, you know, transfer students, you know, an individual who may have taken some classes here back in the mid 2000s or whatever the case is, you know, online wasn't as big then, they transition out and they're like, well, I'd love to finish my degree. Mm -hmm. And then more so flipping, I guess those are kind of returning students, but more so flipping into, you know, somebody from Arizona that went to Arizona State University and, you know, two semesters in, maybe they got their associates, but mm -hmm. that was enough for them at the time. And now some years have passed and now they're like, well, I have to see how my, well, now you're in a position where an online degree will work, you know, in terms right. of being able to actually attend those classes, whether you're in Ohio or whether you're anywhere around the United States. And then with the help of the transfer center, um, essentially be able to see where those credits from the mid 2000s land and mm -hmm. kind of bring well, that transparency. We just had, it was all over the place a few months ago, the gentleman 
um, who had been in, I think, World War II mm-hmm. and had taken a couple classes here and there over many, many years and between jobs and kids and so forth. And, you know, he ended up graduating from the University of Akron just, what was it, like a couple months ago or yeah. over the summer, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as someone who definitely not a traditional student or traditional graduate. I mean, when your grandchildren are at your graduation, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not usually the way that goes. Right. But it's just one, and I realize it's a kind of an extreme example, but it's just an example of how mm-hmm. there are ways to make this work. Um, but you're probably going to need to talk to somebody and have somebody like you help them navigate that and sort of piece it together. Mm-hmm. Every one of these is its own little puzzle um, that you, you ha- kind of have to put together. Some are easier than others, but you can do it. Yeah, I mean... There are a ton of challenges. I understand some of the fear that um, apprehension and fear that a lot of individuals get kind of working towards. You know, that's uh, that's a really good point. Let's remind listeners, this is Zips Unlimited on WZIP. My name is Chris Kepler. Dana Tenney's here from the University of Akron Transfer and Adult Student Center. We're talking all about uh, National Transfer Student Week. And, you know, you were saying something about apprehensions, and I'm wondering, you know, folks who they, they are removed from school for a while, mm-hmm. even if it's just a couple years, and they might wonder to jump back into that. I mean, can I actually study anymore? Do I know how to study and take an exam or pay attention to a lecture if you haven't done it mm-hmm. or if you haven't done it for a while? Right. Um, you might really wonder, you know, what your aptitude is. I'll bet that's a common question and fear. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's just so many students. Um, I mean, kind of like we're talking about transfer students that have been out of, out of college or out of school for so long and um, adult students as well. And luckily with adult students in particular, as well as transfer students, um, we have our uh, adult focus department here at the University of Akron. Um, essentially, it's just, it's just a, a department that is open a little later, is kind of there for adult students, um, computers, printers, that type of thing, tutoring, that, that sort of deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, just talking to a lot of these adult students or, or transfer students who haven't been in school for 10 plus years, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, how am I going to work my way into this? What happens if I'm struggling? And, you know, yeah, I can sit there and, you know, say like, well, you know, 24-7 tutoring at Bierce and online tutoring and all that. But it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. And, you know, luckily with the different support systems and different departments here at the University of Akron, we are able to support those students and say, you know, hey, like, we can get there. It, of course, it's going to be a challenge. You knew that coming in. That's why you're asking these questions, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it must be kind of cool, though, from your standpoint that, you know, when you're talking to a lot of these people, they, they, already, they already have some, most of them at least, have mm-hmm. some background, especially maybe some of the younger students who are transferring from one institution to the University of Akron after a year or two years, whatever. I mean, they're, they already have an idea of what college is about. They just need to alter a little bit their path in college, mm-hmm. but it's not completely unfamiliar. The whole idea of taking classes and building your degree, um, that probably makes it a little bit easier to talk to some of them because you're already speaking some of the same language. Yeah, certainly. You know, it's, it's a lot of students, it, one thing that does come up with some of the students who have been out of it for a while is you hear about like quarters versus semesters. Oh, yeah. But in the end, it's the same process. Right. And, and they understand that too. It's, it's a lot of times a lot of students would just like some sort of like reassurance essentially when you're talking to a lot of these students um they kind of want just a reassurance that there is something completely like this is a pathway that they can take that it's it's i remember i had an adult student ask me one time you know is this silly like is it silly for me to come back and i'm like not at all 
Mm. Not at all. Because the reality is, is you're doing something that you could have done when you were 18, but now you're doing, in this gentleman's case, at, at 64, mm-hmm. retired. Like, but he I was, had a 70-some-year-old woman in a public speaking class years ago. <laughs> Shout out to Marva. Um, <laughs> she was great. Yeah. And you know what was really... I don't know what her apprehensions were, if any, mm-hmm. but she she was like the grandma to the to the rest of the class, you know, and the students really took to her, and she obviously brought a completely different perspective into the room than the eighteen year old, and it was no more or less important than mm-hmm. the eighteen year old's perspectives, but it really created kind of a cool balance, mm-hmm. you know, because she she looked at things a little bit differently sometimes, um, just based on life experience. And so, you know, some of those those very students who might be apprehensive, they might end up, in a lot of cases, being sort of the star of their classroom, you know, because they have that that something different that they bring in um, that the other ones really, you know, they just can't match it yet because they're not they're not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, certainly. In terms of just kind of creating that, I guess, diversity to some, you know, age yeah. diversity in, in that case. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it is cool just being in a position to kind of talk about, talk to these students and get their, you know, they definitely love talking about their, their kids or their grandchildren, mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. And like, wow, this is a completely different spe- perspective than the 21-year-old I sure. was talking to a couple hours ago. So you kind of get all perspectives of it. But one thing that tends to be synonymous with every student from 63 to 18 is they they do want to explore this path um but that apprehension essentially is is what we're there to kind of dissipate you know we're not saying it's going to be the easiest process in the world in terms of going on and getting your degree but we're going to make this part of the process the transfer and just the enrollment process in general for our adult students you know an easy enough transition and we're going to be there to prepare you to essentially get that mindset Mm -hmm. that you are able to do this you will be successful you can manage your time and if this is something you really want we're going to be here to support you to go get it all right there's some things going on next week to help mark uh national transfer student week um i think there's an open house and some other related events yeah so uh tuesday i believe tuesday and wednesday at the transfer office um in simmons second floor uh, we'll essentially be having zippy cookies for any transfer students that are currently enrolled here at the University of Akron um, and any prospective students as well. Please come in if you have any questions or you just want to have a conversation about what the process looks like. We're, we're here to help. Um, we're also doing a t-shirt swap. So if you have a, a t-shirt or piece of clothing from your old institution, um, essentially we'll slip it out. We'll swap it out with a, with a zips and we'll essentially donate the the, the former university. I was just going to ask, what exactly <laughs> happens to those, uh, the ones that are turned in? Yeah. I th- <laughs> so there's uh, not like a shirt burning ceremony. No, no, no. We, we, <laughs> a lot classier than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We, we tend to, to donate it to Goodwill or um, anywhere kind of along those lines. Uh, just to give it a give it a new home, I guess. Sure. Well, well we, it's very symbolic because yeah. the person that was wearing that shirt now has a new home, so... <laughs> Now their shirt can have a new home, too. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And then there will just be a number of things in terms of, like, social media. We're going to have a handful of posts, kind of, uh, whether both across um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on the main Zips page, on the admissions page as well, which I definitely recommend following uh, for any admissions-related questions. Um, 
But there'll be just some general posts highlighting uh, this year's National Transfer Student Week. Um, we will also be having on campus, there will be a visit day um, where prospective students can come in. And of course, transfer students are very welcome. So we'll be highlighting that. Um, the, the National Transfer Student Week theme is full steam ahead. So um, I don't think there are any steam engines around that we can like <laughs> utilize. But at the same time, um, we're going to be pushing really hard to really highlight this week, get our transfer students in, um, talk to as many prospective students as possible, and then any transfer students that have gone through the process, please stop in our office uh, next week. Just come say hello. Tell us about your experience with the process. We'd just love to sit down and talk. You know, we, we probably recognize a lot of you. A lot of you guys have had conversations with us, appointments with us. Um, but now that you're officially a student, sometimes we don't always get to see where mm -hmm. things go from then on, just because we're kind of focused on more prospective students and those students get into a role and sure enough, they're graduated, yeah. but we'd love to. Well, and, and that student who did transfer in, once they get going, they, I mean, they don't need you in the same way. Yeah. There's no need for them to stop mm -hmm. by other than for some of the services that still exist. They just exactly. may choose not to take care, not take advantage of them, but they're there. Dan, I saw something in um, an email or, or, or maybe I was on your website about Tau Sigma in relation to transfer students. What exactly is that organization? Yeah, so Tau Sigma is a national honor society dedicated to transfer students specifically. You essentially have to be a transfer student to be a part of the be a part of that honor society. Um, but essentially, it's just for uh, students who are high achieving, who are really driven um, at their various institutions. And it really champions transfer students because they've gone through the same trials and same difficulties, um, obstacles, whatever the case may be, to essentially transition into um, being successful in their, their current institution. So obviously they've left one institution, they're now at another institution, but they're still being exceptionally successful students and um, kind of working together to align some of the same principles and goals that Tau Sigma has really about academic success and being leaders and everything in their community. Um, and of course, a lot of the students are uh, interested in not only the events and organizational tenants and everything, but the scholarships that come with it. So mm -hmm. um, that's just kind of the general synopsis of Tau Sigma. And uh, Kim Snowden here at the University of Akron is our chapter president. Um, so if you do have any questions for that, she also works in the Transfer and Adult Student Center. Uh, so any questions, definitely uh, check with her because we've been putting on a couple of events here at the University of Akron, and that's just going to keep continuing. Okay. Well, once again, National Transfer Student Week next week here, well, all over, but especially here at the University of Akron. If you want more information, a little recap, uh, or you need to reach out and, and talk with someone directly about your own needs, you can literally just kind of Google for you know, University of Akron Transfer Student Office, you'll, you'll find it on there. There's also a phone number, 330-972-7009. Thanks for joining us. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88-88